name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. By the streams of Babylon we sat and wept when we remembered thee, O Simon. After the recitation of the Creed, we shall hear these haunting words of the Offertory, sung by the Jews during their deportation into Babylon. Or oh, how they wailed and lamented as they were forced to abandon their beloved city Jerusalem and the temple so precious to them. In the epistle, St. Paul exhorts us to redeem our time, because, according to him, the days are evil. Yes, we must make the most of our time, but what is time? Having been stuck in time since the beginning of our existence, perhaps we have grown so familiar with it that we don't even take the time to think about time. In the interest of time, let's just consider the three parts of time, the past, the present, and the future. As I am speaking to you, time is passing away, and when it has passed, it is no more. It is in the past. As the past leaves us, there is something to look forward to, the future. So the past no longer exists, and the future has yet to exist. Between them, there is the present. So time, in a few words, is a continuous succession of the past, present, and future. So St. Paul tells us to redeem time. Now, to redeem something means to buy back or to repurchase one does not redeem just anything, only precious things of great value. Time is precious. Some would even go as far to say that time is money. For us Christians, time is the currency to buy our salvation. That is why God placed us in time, to prove that we are worthy of spending timeless eternity with him. More precisely, we are in the present, between the past and the future. It's like putting our feet in a stream of water where the past and future flow past us while we remain in the present. God is patient. He gives us time to work out our salvation, and a lifetime is plenty to make it to heaven. St. Paul also tells us that the days are evil. If we are tempted to despair at the great evils of our times, let us not forget that ever since Adam's sin, mankind has been exposed to all sorts of snares to sin. It is not that different today. Let's face it, dear faithful, the days are evil because of sin, and sadly, that includes our own sin. This is why we Christians should walk with special care, not as fools, but as wise men. How do we do this? Well, by the virtue of prudence, which helps us employ our time wisely 
to better conduct ourselves in the present. It is true that the past no longer exists and the future is not yet. However, through the virtue of memory, we can learn from the past. For example, through the examination of conscience, we can identify the occasions of sin which have led us to fall into certain sins and firmly resolve with the help of God's grace to sin no more and to avoid the near occasion of sin. Another example, we can learn from the past that anger and unkind words rarely if ever help us. You see, our past gives us such experience which is recorded in the memory. Sadly, history repeats itself and bad actions become bad habits when we foolishly refuse time and time again to learn from them. The virtue of foresight uses our learned experience to anticipate the future. It is wise to use our mornings to prepare for the difficulties that we may encounter during the day. The virtue of docility, so important to young people, is the readiness to be taught by those who are more experienced in life. The virtue of circumspection helps us to judge existing circumstances and is necessary to act here and now when it is required to. The virtue of caution guards us against evil, especially evil that wears the mask of good. These are just some of the parts of the virtue of prudence which helps us to make the most of our time. Yes, we cannot buy back time in the literal sense, and we cannot undo the past. But for time waits for no one, time waits for nobody, but we can redeem the time lost from having lived in sin by a true repentance. You see, with penance, time is never completely going to waste. With penance, we can repair the past by carrying our daily cross and by forgiving others. With penance, we truly seize the, uh, we truly seize the present by actually doing good. And as for the future, which is yet to come, we can secure it by the perseverance in our holy resolutions to avoid the same sins. By the streams of Babylon we sat and wept when we remembered thee, O Zion. Let us not sit around and weep as the time passes us by. Like the rivers of Babylon, let us learn from the past and move on from it. Let us also not fear the future. The troubles of today are enough to worry about. Remember that both the past and the future do not exist. We must then live in the present. We must have faith that God is ever present to us, providing us with sufficient grace to live each moment well according to his will. Let us also sanctify our time through prayers and spiritual readings. Time is so very precious, especially the morning when our minds are still fresh, and offering it to God is a beautiful sacrifice indeed. Making time with the Sacred Heart is no lost time at all. 
Lastly, we must not forget that we have only one life to live, so we have no time to lose. Let us be wise and seize this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to make it as far as possible to heaven. And for the rest, we will most certainly have to make up for lost time in purgatory. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost.